welcome to My Least Favorite Things. I'm Joshua Hames. And I'm Sarah Hames. And this is a show where we talk about things that we really don't like. Like, <laughs> petty things and... Yeah, like, yeah. when you drink something too cold and it hurts your teeth. Or... Fuck. You're really botching this. Yeah, really. I really hate it when my co-host forgets how to start the beginning segment. Yeah, yeah, that's a... I hate having short names. You have you hate having a short name. Yeah, I can't. There's no way to shorten Sarah for a nickname. It's just Sarah. And for reference, that's S A R A, and not, not no H. No, there's the, no H. The H on the name is way that's, worse. That's another petty thing. <laughs> what you hate it when people put H on your name? Yeah, yeah. How, how much does that upset you? Because it happens a lot. Honestly. Now that I'm a little bit older, I just don't give a shit. Yeah, I've no- I haven't noticed you correct anybody on it in a long time. Yeah. I mean, like, when I was in, like, middle school and high school, I'd be like, uh, there's no H on my name. But now it's just like, you know what? You want to put an H there? You're not going to be talking to me. Like, <laughs> you're not talking to me because there's no H on my name. Yeah. I hate it whenever you're checking out in line and yeah. you go to, like, give the cashier your change and then like they hold out their hand at like a weird angle and then you feel really awkward if you try to like hand it to them it's gonna fall so you end up kind of like touching them awkwardly fumbling and you fumble a little bit and you have to make some weird eye contact it's i hate when the opposite happens and they're trying to give you back your change and then before you can even get your change back into your wallet they're handing you your receipt and like your (sighs) bills and it's just like just Give me a second. I just need to put the coins into the... Okay, well, if anybody's stuck around long enough, the whole episode is not going to just be... The whole show is not just us talking back and forth about <laughs> really petty shit we don't like. We have a format planned. Um, so we start off... Uh, you know, it's the first episode, so it'll be a little bit of fourth wall breaking kind of stuff, talking about how we're going to do this. But um, essentially, we want to make a show about, um, you know, negative emotions and how yeah. to handle them. You know yeah. they happen, and I want to save that for later on because currently the format is we'll we'll dip our we'll dip our toes into proverbial water by talking about things that sort of upset us at first. No, we'll do petty stuff. I'll bring up something we can rant about. Doesn't yeah. have to be serious. And then finally, one of us for the episode will bring up something that's really serious and we want to talk about. And mm. the format is hate it, overcome it. Yep. So by the end of the episode, we should be able to be more chill about it. So, you think you're ready to rant about yours? You want me to go first? Oh, what was mine? Yours was... Oh, right. You got yours? Oh, no, you go first, because I did okay. having, having a short name. My uh, medium fury. I don't know what the hell we're going to call him. I, I like medium fury. Medium fury. <laughs> small fire. <laughs> <laughs> Light forest Bonfire. Fire. It's not a bonfire. It's just a campfire. No, the last one. Oh, the last one's a bonfire. My bonfire. My raging inferno of a hate. That's not this one. This one is just my campfire. My candle. My campfire. No. Petty. The petty small stuff is a candle. My candle. Then my my campfire. campfire, And then then my bonfire. (laughs) So my campfire today is uh, shitty garage sales. God damn. (laughs) (laughs) That's something we experienced today, actually. And, um, you know, just in general. So... So uh, we we like we like garage sailing, right? Yeah, we like. I mean, I like seeing stuff and like old stuff and cheap old stuff. So all those things together—that's what a garage sale is usually. Yeah, and finding like 
weird knickknacks or like just strange things from somebody's life one time we found an on-the-counter dishwasher that was interesting i never even knew they existed until we went to that garage sale we went to a garage sale and it was just a it was just a countertop i (laughs) yeah (laughs) i can't imagine a situation where your apartment slash house is um is too small to have a real dishwasher, but has definitely enough room for, for a counter dishwasher. For a three by three foot cube to sit on your <laughs> counter. All Maybe the time. you just don't have a microwave like us. That might be true. Well, anyway, my 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 medium fire, my campfire today is shitty garage sales. So we were driving along this day and um, saw a sign. Really. It's one of the ones you buy. Like, you buy, it's like, oh, garage sale. Like, at the dollar store. Yeah, at the dollar store, just garage sale. And it's like, fucking, has an address. I'm like, sick. Has an arrow for where you should turn. First off, my first gripe. Uh, don't write your damn address on the garage sale sign. I can't read it. Nobody <laughs> no can, one read, can it. read it. I don't, I'm not going to stop at the, the middle of the road. Okay. Don't write your address on the garage sale if you're going to have arrows at every intersection pointing to your residence mm. and if it's going to be in the garage of your house <laughs> like if it's going to be in the alleyway there's no need for a fucking uh <laughs> address because you're not going to be using it like <laughs> yeah oh. so um so we follow these signs there's a lot of them there's like an excess amount of signs but like i'm like covering every direction in like the four-way four-way stop like imagine a four-way stop every direction had a sign and then you'd follow it, and it'd be another four-way stop. And every direction on those four-way stops, I'd have a sign. A lot of signs. This dude paid, like... A lot of signs. Pay, paid money for a lot of signs. And um, we follow him. Uh, thank God he paid a lot, because there was no way I could read the damn address written on, like, a Sharpie. A blue that, Sharpie. That and, like, how many people actually know that much of a big city enough to know where, like, yeah. a single address is You'd have to be. quickly type it in into the yeah. thing. We live, we live in Calgary, uh, we live in Olds, actually, but this happened in uh, Calgary, Calgary, Alberta. But, so we followed all the way there, and we drive up to his uh, house, we followed up to his house, and um, we pull up into his alleyway, into his garage, and... We, normally, we've learned our lesson, right? So we just kind of slowly drive by at first, take a peek inside, yeah. like, see if there's anything shit there. Like, is or it if, shit? Or like, if you can't see, like, half of it, then we'll go in. But normally, it's just a waste of time. Like, his was completely dark. So we're like, oh, fine, we'll stop. We have to go in now. So, like, we turn around on this freaking alleyway, park up on, like, the curb of, like, this <laughs> hill... I like, have to stumble through some weeds to, to what? Also, having your garage sale in your garage in a small ass alley is horrible. Like, yeah, how just... many people are you trying to restrict? How many people you want to show up to your garage sale? That's the only thing I can think. It's like you actually don't want people there because there's, there's nowhere, nowhere to, park. to re- park. There's, there's no, no way to for two vehicles to pass each other in an alley. Like, you are you're stuck really. So, anyway, we get out, stumble out. It's a pain. It's an or could write an it's epic. It's deal. Could write an epic about how much of a pain in the ass it was. And I'm, I'm exaggerating. It wasn't that big of a deal. But uh, we get out. And we go inside the garage and uh, sh- sh- trash. Just big old garbo. <laughs> Should call it a garbo sale. Yeah. <laughs> Just garbage. Straight trash. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking like dirty ass old plushies from this guy's like 
adult children who have long since moved out. And, like, all these handmade, like, yeah. baby outfits. Like, like handmade baby hand-knitted. outfits. Hand-knitted. Hand-knitted. Hand-knitted, sorry. And then there'd be, like... What kills me is when people try to sell off, like, their kids' things they've made. Like, yeah. like little shitty pottery things. Like, why? Nobody's gonna buy that. Why would nobody like... want this? Nobody wants <laughs> this. This is this is garbage garbage bag material. You know what I did with my pottery assignments? What? Threw them in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> That's because you don't care about anything. That too, but... Well, it, it was because you held on to them until you were, like, what, 22? Yeah. Ooh. And then I was like, you know what? It's finally time to just... Like, get rid of it. It's time to get rid of these. So, yeah. I'm not keeping them. My mom's not going to keep them. Might as well just throw them out. Like, no one's going to take it. Yeah, you asked your mom and she wanted them and she's like... They're your project. I don't remember. So, like, I feel like I didn't touch on a lot of things that bothered me about it. It's just, in general, I feel like it's so... It, it, it soils the good name of garage sales, Sarah. <laughs> it soils them for me. It soils them for everyone. When you, when you put up a garage sale in ill faith, you have ruined the good name. Nobody can ever go to a garage sale again with a smile on their face. Oh, yeah. That, like, knowing that there could just be grease, absolute garbage. greasy plushies and old rusty tools. Oh, and, man. I used to love going to garage sales as a kid, but now it's just like, do I do I risk it? Like, is it, am I going to find anything worth the risk? Of even going there. Because then you also have to deal with, like, social interactions with people you don't really know. First thing you should know about both of us is we're (laughs) incredibly socially inept. Like, I hate interacting with strangers. I feel like my conversation skills have depleted since high school. Dude, the moment I didn't have to work retail anymore, it just, it dissolved. It's gone. (laughs) Like, the moment... Like, I've, I've completely lost all patience for that, like, fake veneer you put on for strangers. I think retail ruined that for me. Yeah, probably. <laughs> it's only been like three months since we worked retail. Ah, fuck, it's been like five. It's like almost six it's now. It's almost six. But like, no, I can't do it anymore. If I meet a stranger, also it didn't help that I had a headache. Yeah. You know, the moment I'm like in a mild amount of pain, I'm like, I can't do it. Nope. Can't. I just, I just don't want to. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> I don't want to talk. I just, you know, I won't be rude. I just, you know, will struggle to make on- eye contact and overall come off as somebody who has some sort of like social problem or just come off as being rude yeah or come off as just being rude but no like i think the largest problem with garage sales right now is that a lot of people are just trying to sell their garbage yeah well yeah okay we i grew up in well i live in canada now with sarah we live uh, i think we mentioned yeah but i grew up in florida in a pretty rural area and, like, we would get together and have family yard. We took it serious, all right? We called them yard sales. They are called yard sales. Not garage sales. Garage. Nobody had garages in Florida. We didn't have money for that shit. But um, my mom had, my grandma had, like, a like a metal tin that she had parked. Uh, never mind. It doesn't matter. It's the closest thing to a garage I ever had. But, um, no, <laughs> we would. it was nasty. It was nasty. But it we would, nasty. we would fucking, we would get together. We'd be like, all right, next yeah. Next month, we're going to host the garage sale. Everybody get your crap together. Get your crap together. And, like, we would be like, okay, we're going to have Josh and Lindsay and Corey host, like, keep track of it. And uh, so bring them to my house. Bring all your junk to my house, and we'll vet it. Like, the stuff was vetted. We'd go through it and be like, all right, we're not selling this. It just takes some space on the limited amount of table. Get it. Throw it in the trash. Get it out. Throw it in the trash or take it home. I feel like nobody does that. Everybody's just like... 
why would I bring it to Goodwill when I can just try to sell it from my own backyard? See, but I think <laughs> the thing is, when you bring it to Goodwill, you're literally giving somebody else trash to look through. And <laughs> I think people are more likely to just throw it out than they are to bring it to Goodwill. Because yeah, you also true. have to go to Goodwill yeah. to give it. To, or Salvation Armory or anything like that. Like, yeah. You actually have to go there and be like, And then there's the whole, like, this. you know, ethical dilemma of whether or not those organizations are doing any good. Or if they're just absolute garbage. I don't know. It seems to be a debate, and there's it's a hot-button issue still, even yeah. after all these years. So a lot of people don't even like using those. And it, it just feels bad to throw things away that you know somebody else could still make use of. But yeah. I honestly think that... From like as my parents were bad at like hoarding stuff, right? Mm-hmm. They keep stuff around forever, and it was just so much clutter everywhere. Uh, it, it wasn't like literal hoarding. I'm just using that word loosely. But um, like now that I have my own like life with you, I hate holding on to things. Like, yeah, I I know that. <laughs> I love holding on to things that have sentimental value. Yeah. I hate holding on to anything else. <laughs> but if if it is less than twenty dollars and I can buy it again and there is a five is there a, is there a less than forty percent chance that I will need to use it again, throw it away. I'll buy it again if I need to. <laughs> Just I hate having things around. And I think that I think that's where my point of view in this topic is like causing the annoyance. Is yeah. like uh is like I don't like seeing people, you know, clutter their own lives up. I know that a lot of the people who probably put on these, because I, I know other people who did garage sales who didn't do them with us. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the time when they um, wouldn't sell the stuff that they, you know, were trying to sell, they'd be like, well, keep they'd it. They'd keep it, yeah. That's what my parents did. Like, I know we vetted the stuff we were trying to sell, but if anything they didn't sell, well, guess what? Got boxed up and put back in the garage. Mm, for another garage sale. You know what? Speaking of that, I did mention I never knew what a garage was. We did have a garage in my old, old, old house. Yeah. When we lost uh, during the housing crisis. Never had a car in it. <laughs> never had a car in it. it because was, there's too much stuff. There was too much shit. Too much <laughs> shit in it. It was full of garbage. And I remember how... They were, that reached a tipping point. When, okay, I didn't expect this to go, this to go on so long. This was not supposed to be the bonfire. But this is turning into is, a bonfire. You've to, added more wood to the fire. I've added more wood to the fire. This meant you've dug up some repressed <laughs> memories. Um, no, I, this stuff didn't reach like a boiling point until we lost the house in like t- uh, 2012. Eight. Yeah, housing crisis was in 2008. That's when the financial problems started, and by the end, like 2012, we started losing the house. When we had a move, I was turning like 18, 17, 18. Like um, that week, we were like, "All right." banks foreclosing on our house or declared bankruptcy and i'm like that sucks what are we gonna do I'm like we're gonna move in your grandparents i'm like what about all their stuff we got a lot of shit uh can we i got i'm like guess we're getting rid of most of it and my mom was like no i can't get rid of it it might be worth something in the future i love my parents but that was the most hellish move i've ever it, that move took five months yeah Five that is months. insane. Because we didn't have anywhere to put the stuff. We would we would haul it out to my dad's friend's... Lee, my dad's friend's name was Lee White. And he lent us mm-hmm. a uh, a trailer to uh, to put stuff in. It was an old trailer that some lady had lived in. And originally we were going to live in it. And then, like, I don't know what came up with that. But we're like, oh, I don't want to live in a trailer. We'll just live with your grandparents. They need somebody to look after them anyway. Um... And so we're like, all right, Lee, we're just going to use it to store all our shit in. So we, re- me and my dad like repainted the floors and stuff and sanded it. 
because we wanted to make sure it was ready to stand up to like humidity and stuff because you know florida Florida. (laughs) (laughs) and um yeah for like every single weekend for my entire senior year we we would go out there and just repaint the floors and then for several months after that we would just haul haul junk we would just haul junk out to the middle of nowhere and unload it heavy shit like furniture and it took months and every single day i was like dad why don't we get rid of some of this stuff dad why don't we get rid of some of this stuff this we got too much stuff it's just gonna sit here in the trailer we gotta get rid of it he was like well your mom wants to keep it and i'm like (laughs) anyway yeah what the hell are we talking about garage sales yeah don't hold on to your stuff dude like like throw your shit out if you really need if you got the room hold on to your stuff and maybe do like a garage sale in like the beginning of summer go through the stuff again like halfway through the summer and then do another one at the end anything that's left anything that you tried to sell but you couldn't sell you know get rid of it obviously and then there's always the thing of like group up with your neighbors and do a huge garage sale yeah. that will bring way more people Ooh. to know it's a multi-family garage sale yeah, we used to we used to organize like, we used to advertise the newspaper when we'd get people together no <laughs> joke yeah no that didn't happen up here you get like six or seven people together you can get like everybody pitches like 10 bucks in you can get a newspaper ad real cheap damn some good stuff yeah i mean it would be worth it okay well uh i don't really need to overcome that one because i'm right <laughs> get rid of your shit get rid of your junk stop trying to sell it to me i hate it yeah only sell it. me the cool shit like yeah a only, camera from only like, sell me your cool shit from like 1940s like, get this raggedy and all out of here love me into your house i want your xbox <laughs> <laughs> um do you want to talk about your thing yeah um, i don't really know how long you can talk about it i'm just so you, just so you're aware the format of this show probably gonna argue about a lot of stuff oh i don't necessarily agree with this next point that she's bringing up but i'm gonna let her talk i'm gonna let her talk okay so i really my campfire my campfire is the baby on board stickers on cars Mm -hmm. (laughs) so it's not necessarily about like the fact that you have a baby in there it's more of the fact that you feel the need to Tell mm-hmm. other people that there's a baby in your car and that they should be extra careful around okay. your well, car with a okay. baby. I'm going to hit you with the biggest argument. It's not for you. It's for emergency medical services if you're in an accident. But they weren't sold as that. Okay. Not in Canada, at least. If you're willing to say your argument is that despite the stickers originally being intended for emergency medical services to know that you have small children on board that may need immediate attention... That parents and other other guardians are putting the sticker on their car to okay to flaunt the fact that they have childs on board okay. so you're more safe. Okay, is that what you're saying? Sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me use this point. Why is it on the back side of the car then, shown to all the drivers behind you? Why True. isn't it like on your windshield where? If that's it, where the first responders are going to go to. They're going go to your, gonna, they're gonna yeah. go to the driver's okay. side okay. of the car. They're not going to go to the back of the door or back of the van and be like, oh, is there a baby on board? That's true. I, I didn't really think about that. In many collisions, the first thing to shatter is your back windshield. You're yeah. going to hit. 
Um, so you would think that if it was for notifying medical services, you'd want to put it on a piece of your vehicle. It's going to be noticeable right away. Probably like the driver or passenger yeah. door. Maybe right where your child is. I mean, it's the same thing as like the pet stickers inside your home. You put them on your front door. You don't put them on your back window, like your bathroom window. That's your basement bathroom window that's in the back of the house. Like that's not where they're going to go and like enter your house and be like, there's a pet inside. Okay. It's going to be like... Right. And I will admit, whenever you see somebody with... There's nothing more annoying than <laughs> seeing somebody with a baby on board sticker on the back of the car driving like a lunatic. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like being in a complete a-hole on the road driving like madman. Um, that and like you don't even have to have a baby to have a baby on board sticker. People could use them just to be like, oh, be a little more cautious around me. I, I don't know, like... I drive like a lunatic, so you should be watching out for yourself. Like, well, I think we might actually have a solution for this one, then, huh? Hmm. Well, the solution would be that, uh, you know, you and people are more encouraged to put their baby on board stickers in more, like, useful spots for, like, first responders. You put yeah. them on, like... The dashboard of first your car. Off, yeah, or... don't put them on the window, because windows break and shatter and fall apart. Yeah. Uh, and then put them, like, on the side of your vehicle near where, like, your child might be. One or... on each side where the driver would be because there has to be a driver in a car for there to yeah essentially be an accident on the road unless you of course it's like the car is parked but like yeah okay but then like in the same vein of thought the family stickers like eh, it's it's the same kind of thing like people use them to be like oh well, those are a little different though those yeah are just, those like, are annoying. like <laughs> Those are like, look at me, I have a happy, kirky family. You know, you know what my grandma used to do? What? She would lose her car all the time. So, yeah, but I love uh, that. No, 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 no. I love that about you. <laughs> my grandma would lose her car at a time. So uh, <laughs> what she did is she just kept on buying those family stickers. <laughs> and she just kept putting more and more on. She was like, well, eventually, you know, it's like makes it really easy for my car to notice. And then she, every time she'd hit up like, Walmart or something. She'd just grab another pack of them and stick them oh on until eventually there was like five grand, five adults, <laughs> like 17 children. She had one of like a dog. She had a cat. She didn't even have a cat. She didn't like cats. I think she even had like some sort of other stuff. She put other stuff on there too. Yeah, but doesn't your mom do that now too? Yeah. Yeah. It like obstructs your vision at that point. Yeah. That's, it's... A, different, that's a different campfire though. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, like, the baby on board stickers really get me, because I'm just like, I don't, I shouldn't have to worry about your driving, because there's a baby in your car. I should just have to worry about my driving, and whether it's safe to be, for me to be driving around yeah, other people. It's supposed to be safer, because with them. I'm, oh, I know, because they have a baby. I think the problem isn't so much, like, specifically a baby on board sticker i think it's more of like the idea in general yeah that like i can put a sticker on my car that tell that's telling other drivers around me like hey be extra careful with me see and like okay there's some places like in british columbia in canada where when you are a new driver you have to have a new driver sticker on your car and that that makes sense because you're not quite used to driving a car so why not but, like, you shouldn't have to use a sticker to be like, oh, I have a baby. <laughs> like, I don't I care if you pushed a baby out of your womb. 
I'm glad you brought this up because it sounded real bad if I was talking <laughs> about it. <laughs> yeah, probably. But like, I don't know. It's it's not about the fact that you pushed a baby out of your your womb. It's about the fact that you feel the need to tell other people about it when you're on the road. Okay. Well, like, that's assuming people are even using it in that way. Yeah, and of course, like I don't, I it can't know how you're <laughs> using it, but. You can't know how you're using it, but I know people who use the sticker in that way. Yeah. Okay, that's a good, fair, it's a fair point. That, yeah. That the sticker is used by other people who are assholes, so it just seeing it sets you off a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> so, solution for that one is, I mean, I'd be fine with even using it if we used it correctly, if, yeah. if and when we ever have children. See, but then I'd rather get, like, a vinyl sticker and just put it on my dashboard. Like, that would be better for the first responders. Yeah, or like a little hologram on the driver door or something. Yeah, like, just some other way. There is spawn in this vehicle. <laughs> Help the small squishy thing. Why is the cat trying to fight you? I don't know. He already interrupted our recording twice, but uh, we, we edited that out. Uh, he knocked some shit over, but now he's just trying to bite us. And he likes biting us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what is your... Big bonfire. Of My the big week. bonfire is a little different for the first episode because mm-hmm. I'm gonna talk more about the show as a concept. I know it's always a little rough to record something for the first time, but I think it's going pretty well. Yeah, I don't, I don't see it going down the toilet anytime. But um, it, traditionally in this Slack segment, we'll be bringing up something that uh really really annoys us and we're really passionate about, and uh, something that. Is like a highly serious. Uh, I don't want to give away topics for future episodes, but simple, essentially, it's something that is debilitating in some way, like yeah. uh, an anger or frustration that genuinely impacts our life, and we need help getting over, or we have gotten over and want to share the way we thought about getting over it. Getting over it, and generally, what I was going to bring it up for our last second, our bonfire is over positivity culture. I know that's a weird idea. Yeah. Um, Mostly because I don't think it's bad at all. Uh, I don't think it's bad at all. But I think uh, positivity is fantastic. It's awesome. Uh, and, like, I'm talking about stuff like even the show that inspired this. I love the McElroy series of shows. And um, when I was listening to Wonderful by Griffin and Rachel McElroy. Yeah. And um, it's a show where they talk about things that they genuinely like and they love and they make them made really them happy. happy make them happy and i don't i'm i'm scared to associate them with this point uh, that's not exactly what i'm saying but that's just what spawned this whole idea um, and i was like it's really wonderful they share like such happy things it's so wholesome it's so nice um but i still get mad do you still get mad sarah oh for sure i still get all the time really <laughs> mad about some things and i get upset yeah and you know when's the last time you're upset oh like I don't know. Like, I'm gonna drive. Really upset. Really dry, Really upset. Um, I don't know. Probably after work one day. Just all the little tiny annoyances just building up throughout the day, and then just. I had a big one recently. Yeah. You know, you know that one. Yeah. Stormed I out of a restaurant on your parents, and I was I was really mad. Yeah. And, and my point is that there's all sorts of media, and there's all sorts of you know literature and stuff that'll. Try to teach you how to focus on the positive things in your life. And there's, like, all social media is just showing the perfect side of life. And, like... And that's awesome. And it's nice to kind of focus on the things that make you happy. But it's when's the last time not. someone... <laughs> when's the last time someone genuinely tried to help you get over a negative emotion? 
Honestly, probably in high school when I was talking with a therapist. Yeah, and like, there's ways that you can handle... I think the important distinction for me, and the one thing that I want to make the huge focus of this podcast, is that there's a just... People tend to say negative and positive emotions, and um, they give associations to these feelings that, like, you shouldn't feel angry. But um, I don't think there's negative and positive emotions. There's things you enjoy feeling more than others. But if you were to classify them in such a way, I'd say that there are actionable emotions Mm -hmm. and there are passive emotions. Uh, Happiness is a passive emotion. Happiness and joy. You experience it. You don't necessarily take action based on what you're feeling in that moment. Yeah, You are happy and you enjoy feeling happy and then it passes. And maybe it's constant or maybe it's fleeting. But anger is an actionable emotion. You get mad and, like, you punch a wall or, I don't know. It want, Anger is a part of our psychology and it's a part of our evolution to push us to do things, to correct situations, to to take action against something that's oppressing us, to, to fight somebody who's being aggressive. It's, it's not just to, like, sit back and enjoy the emotion. It's... It's, it's a hard emotion. It's a hard It's a hard emotion. There you go. You can say there's hard and soft emotions. Yeah. Maybe. But um, the point is, when you get angry about something, I don't believe the best thing you can do is just sit back and ignore it and wait for it to pass. It's easy. Yeah. There's so many emotions that you... That's the best thing you do. You, you feel it. You just let it pass. And that's your natural inclination when you're mm-hmm. experiencing positive things because it goes away. But... Your very biology makes you want to do something when you're angry. Mm-hmm. And anger is okay. Like, it's not bad to get mad about something. And it's not wrong to feel upset. Especially especially when it's like a righteous anger. Like, injustice. Justice is the, the justice. The feeling of justice is a form of anger. Yeah. And anger against oppression and, you know, in, uh, just unfairness in the world. And... I think, I think I don't think anybody's guilty of um, saying that you know you should never feel angry. But I think, I think that uh, that that impression gets put across a lot, especially during our internet culture today. Yeah. Like yeah, and you know, uh, focus. I think I even think I think focusing too hard on any part of your body or your mind. Or emotion can end up being negative, even if you're focusing really hard on wholesome and happy things. Because mm-hmm. if you're trying to be happy all the time, then where, where is the happiness, really? Because and if you struggle with anger, it's okay to feel angry. Yeah. It's what you do with that emotion that matters. Mm-hmm. And I want to help people break apart those feelings into what makes you feel that way and what makes you. Why does it make you angry? And how can you fix it? Or are you wrong for getting... Maybe you are wrong for being angry. That happens too. And breaking that apart is, I think, really important to having a happy and healthy time. And um, the idea of this podcast is really close to both of us. Um, I grew up experiencing a lot of anger problems when I was younger, up until like the age of 13 or 14, sometimes 15. Um, I know Sarah struggles with getting angry at things and yeah. holding on to I them. I get over angry and I just keep it. You have a trouble. Keep it in my mind. I don't, I have trouble just 
letting it go and breaking it apart and yeah understanding it and um that's what the idea of this podcast is hate it overcome it <laughs> it's okay to be mad it's things in life that make us mad and i think having a complicated and rich life and full of different emotions is really important to having a happy life for sure like you can't have all positive and no negative like and you can't you really don't want to have all negative and all po- no positive yeah and i think a lot of people could benefit from stepping allowing back. yeah allowing yourself to experience the negative or harder emotions yes your actions and your your, your proactive movements and actions don't have to have anything to do with what you're feeling and and you can make decisions while you're angry and then be the right ones and i want i don't want you to know that listener whoever you are whoever the wherever first, you are wherever you are it's okay to be mad you can be mad and you know i hope through the future of this uh podcast we explore fun bright to- what i hope it's bright what the future of the pro- podcast okay okay i hope the future is bright <laughs> of this podcast um but generally i i really hope that um we help some people including yeah. ourselves because that's the big big thing i got out of you know uh wonderful when i was listening to it, i brought it up again i'm sorry I, you know when i was pitching the whole idea of this i'm like are wonderful we ju- like are we just making wonderful but backwards that sounds really <laughs> dumb like we can't do that but no i don't think it's the same uh, no but what, what i was really interested in is how it genuinely seemed to be improving griffin and rachel's life and the relationship to yeah. these things apart and yeah, that's what I want this to be. Something good for us and something good for you. And um, and maybe you'll even find the same petty thing annoyances as us. Like Yeah. And you know what? I don't know if anybody's listening right now. If you have something that annoys you, either a fun, petty thing that you just think mm-hmm. is, you know, jovial in nature but still annoys you, or maybe a serious topic you'd like us to tackle in the future, um, send us an email. Yeah. What's the email going to be? Um, we haven't made it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just thought about this. I was like, shit, we should probably like make an email. Have, we should have probably still did that first. Um, um, how about I am a little angry at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah, that sounds great. We'll see if that's available. Uh, if it's not, I'm We will s- edit that part out. <laughs> so yeah, let's try I am a little angry at gmail.com. Um, other than that... I hope you join us next week. We'll have a more structured format because we'll be talking about an actual bonfire. An actual bonfire. Uh, we'll have a better idea of how we're doing this. And um, generally, um, thank you for listening. Yeah. Especially for this first episode. It's always rough. Everybody always says that in the first It's a little rough. It's a little rough. Every single <laughs> first episode of a podcast is, oh, it's a little rough. And I think the idea of this podcast and the tone will kind of fall into place as we are doing it a little bit more i think we're going to aim for bi-weekly so the next episode is going to go up in two weeks from whenever you're hearing well that's not true because you can be listening to this any time in the future it'll be going up two weeks from after the posted date yeah it'll be between (laughs) two weeks after the posted date so yeah um if you would like to submit something for us to talk about is i am a little angry at gmail.com at gmail.com um, there will be some stuff in the uh, podcast description about a Discord you can join if you'd like to talk with yep. us one-on-one or talk to other people interested in the community. And we plan on having a website up pretty soon. Um, yeah. Other than that, I think we should stop rambling. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sarah, and this is Josh. <laughs>
for listening to. Um, my least favorite thing. Yeah. <laughs> on wherever you're listening to it right now. Good. Find us again next week on any of your favorite platforms. Thank you.